0: Welcome to the Salt Twin Cities podcast, a podcast that is seeking to equip college students to grow in their walk with Jesus 10 minutes at a time.
1: What's up, Salt Twin Cities Podcast listeners? Welcome to the first podcast of The Winter Reading Plan. Uh, I'm joined by the Salt Company Worship Director, Nate Cox. Nate, what's up? What's up, everybody? Thanks for having me on. Oh, absolutely. I'm pumped to go through go through the Book of Galatians with you. This is going to be awesome. It's a great book. It's a, gr- it's a great book, but before we jump in uh, to the Winter Reading Plan, before we jump into the Book of Galatians, we wanna we want to get to know Nate because people who listen to this podcast might not know Nate. So, Nate... Uh, layup question tell us a little bit about uh your family you have i don't want to spoil it but just there's a really cute new member of your family oh yeah
0: yeah so um my wife and i callie uh, we got married in june of 2019 uh and last march had our first little baby boy his name's judah and yes he is freaking adorable he's freaking adorable i love him so much he's He's awesome
1: what okay so what is like What's your favorite thing that Judah's learning these days or or doing these days, man?
0: He's just, it seems like every week right now, he's just developing a lot. Like even with his physical motor skills, which is really cool to see. Like he's wanting to pull himself up on everything. Um, He uses his mouth to stabilize himself on things. It's kind of (laughs) hilarious. That's amazing. Grabbing the coffee table. And as he pulls himself up, he's like biting the edge of the coffee table. But he's, yeah, he's just growing a ton and it's really fun to see, uh, just how fast that happens. And
1: it's kind of sad too. Yeah. But, but exciting things ahead. Yeah. So, okay. If, uh, if Judah, this is an unplanned question. If Judah could do like one thing as a high schooler, like play one instrument, do one sport. If not, not that you're trying to write his future, but if you could have him do one thing, what would it be? Man, um,
0: I think there's like two facets that I think of when I've been asked this question kind of recently. And it was interesting for me to think of, um, just because it would be like sweet to one day, like play on a worship band with my son. Um, that'd be like a really special moment, but, uh, I secretly want him to be a golfer because I just, I love golf. And if I could have any excuse to get out, even if it's my son, like I want to enjoy, time with him and if it's something that we both love that would be something that would be really sweet I think
1: that's awesome okay two two more rapid fire questions uh you're a Minnesota sports fan if you could see if you could see any Minnesota team win a national championship what team is it
0: oh that's hard honestly state of hockey I think seeing Mm -hmm. the wild win the Stanley Cup would be unreal I mean I'm a huge Vikings fan too would love to see them win a Super Bowl but man the state of hockey needs it needs a stanley cup it needs a stanley
1: cup that's a great answer La- last answer we're going into christmas break favorite christmas cookie
0: uh, snickerdoodle probably mm. yeah
1: snickerdoodle. so hard to go wrong
0: right well, nice and it's got to be soft like you, you don't like those snickerdoodle cookies that have like that crumbliness to them you want a soft moist mm. uh, snickerdoodle cookie That's, oh, that's kind.
1: you're making me want one right now that's so. good <laughs> it, it is so good okay guys we uh we're really excited about this winter reading plan. Um, we've mentioned this to you guys before, but our hope is that the podcast and even just the plan itself helps you to stay in God's word over break when you're removed from your rhythms, when, um, when maybe it's hard to be home or maybe you fall back into sin when you're at home or maybe, yeah, your home is a great place, but just, you're not surrounded by believers as much. Um, we want to help you do that. And so we think being in God's word is going to help with that. And so uh would just, yeah, encourage you guys follow along with the podcast, but even more importantly than the podcast, follow along with the reading plan. Like I'd rather have you reading God's word and not listening to the podcast than listening to the podcast and not reading, reading God's word. Now, right. it'd be awesome if you did both, but we'd want you to read God's word. So that's our hope. Nate, Any anything you want to add to like, man, what's, yeah. Why do we design the reading plan the way we did? What are are you excited about? What's been helpful for you in the past?
0: Totally. Yeah. So one thing we talked about at fall retreat, uh, Mark, he talked about mastering the restart. Um, and the way we built out our reading plan, um, we did it really intentionally to do it five days a week. And we're going through three separate books over the, the course of break. Uh, why we do five days a week is because if we miss a day that affords you opportunity to catch up without feeling like you're falling way behind, uh, and three books it's just like man if you if you fall behind in in the book of galatians as we're following along here man we're going to be in two other books the rest of the break then jump back in like master the restart don't let yourself falling behind be the excuse for why you don't continue spending time in the word because i mean colossians says that we it calls us to let the word of Christ dwell in us richly. And that's what we want to do. Um, And hopefully this podcast helps uh, follow that plan a little bit better, but uh, ultimately we want you in your, in your word. We want the word of Christ to dwell in you richly. um, And we want to afford you opportunity to master the restart.
1: That's yeah. That's so good. Like fall behind in the book of Galatians, jump back with us in Philippians fall behind, or like maybe you're great through Galatians fall behind kind of midway through break in Philippians and then jump back on for Colossians. So that's, the direction we're going, uh, but yeah, just would invite you guys to to join us on, on as we walk through uh, these three books. So today is day two of the reading plan. So uh, maybe you're already a day behind. That's okay. There's grace for that. Go back. Uh, but today, the reading for today was Galatians one, uh, starting in verse eleven and going to the end of the chapter in verse 24 that means the reading for yesterday was Galatians 1 starting in verse 1 and going to verse 10 and before we jump in specifically to uh the these chapter or this chapter that we're going to talk about today which is Galatians 1 uh, just kind of want to ask Nate how 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 do you think about reading the Bible so kind of when One of the ways that I've been taught to think about reading the Bible is ask yourself three questions and that's helpful for me. So those three questions are, what do you see to be true about God? What do you learn about yourself or see to be true about yourself? And what truth do we see in the gospel? But I know Nate, you kind of have another strategy that, that, that Mm -hmm. you love. And so talk a little bit about, yeah, what's your heart posture as you go into time with God and yeah, what, what, what's one of the strategies that helps you just like generally as you think about reading the Bible? Right. I mean,
0: first of all, like I want my time in the Word to be something that I'm not just reading um, to, just for the task to be completed, but I want to encounter God through Scripture, uh, and I don't do that perfectly. Uh, I definitely have moments of forgetting what I read by the afternoon when I read in the morning. Uh, but one thing that I, I found helpful, even, even just a rhythm of when I read my Bible, is um, I, I split it up into three sections. Um, first, I look at observations. Um, so I'm like observing simple things from the text. Like, oh, right here, Paul's thankful for this. Um, or he's calling us to do X, Y, or Z. So, like, really explicitly simple observations. Uh, then I'm moving on after I observe what I can observe from that. Um, what are some questions that are stirred up from reading this passage of Scripture? Um, and then finally, after the questions, then I, uh, I'll i basically move into a time of application. How can this Scripture apply to my life? And I think that's both helpful... Um, yeah, it's just helpful for me to, to do it that way because I think we can get into the ditch of um, wanting to insert ourselves into scripture uh, a little too quickly. Um, we have to co- take into context or in, into consideration the context in which the book was written. So I don't want to throw my myself into the book where it doesn't apply to me. Um, so observing things, asking questions prevents me from first, like, just assuming that this book is written directly for me mm. without taking the context of the original audience into account. Um Cause though, though it's, it, it's written for us, it's not written to us. So
1: that's, I was literally going to jump in and say that, that that's how I've heard it said before, specifically about letters is when we look at the book of Galatians, Galatians was written for us, but Galatians was not written to us, right? right. It was written to a specific church in a specific period of time, mm-hmm. but can, we can learn and benefit from reading a letter written yeah. to that church during that specific period of time.
0: Exactly. And we can, we can read that and when we are interpreting a text, uh, we have to t- keep in mind that it, it can't mean for us what it didn't mean for the original mm-hmm. audience. So, um, I feel like we often skew the meaning of, of certain passages because we want to insert our circumstances, the current 21st century uh, cultural circumstances into that. And though it's applicable, it's not the intended audience. So, um, inserting ourselves too quickly can, uh, take away from what the true message of, of the word is.
1: That's, that's super helpful. So that if that's like a little bit abstract abstract to you, that's okay. If that kind of feels like, okay, that that went over my head. I don't really get what you guys are saying. It's kind of my first time opening God's word. That's okay. Mm-hmm. That's totally. we, we love that. We're, we're glad uh, you're joining us in that. So Nate, to get that from 30,000 feet, kind of where we were, to super practical, let's just jump into the text. Let's jump into Galatians 1, and let's start with yesterday's reading of Galatians 1, one through ten. So, Nate, well, yeah, kind of. What were some of your observations? What stood out to you um, in the text? Yeah, um, one
0: thing that I really noticed. Um, so, when you read Paul's letters, oftentimes um, in his greeting is included a thanksgiving, um, and it, it caught my eye just because we, we've been spending time in Ephesians at Salt City Church, and um, in the, in that greeting, he gives thanks. Uh, for the faith that he sees in the ephesian church and he just doesn't do that in galatians Uh, and he seems like he's pretty firm toned Um, so what i'm seeing is um, the people of the galatian church are are believing a gospel that not that is not completely accurate to the true gospel uh, that paul initially taught them uh, when he visited them Uh, so he's essentially rebuking um, these people that are teaching a false gospel that isn't consistent with the truth so
1: yeah, I and so I when I was reading through Galatians, I noticed the same thing. Like, man, there's there there, uh, Paul's referring to this false gospel idea. And so I did do a little homework. Nate and I don't know everything. Like, I was reading through this, I was like, okay, what what did the What was the Galatian heresy, or or where did the Galatians miss? So I did a quick Google search, um, and the Galatian heresy is that they tried to add things to the gospel. So they tried to say I'm saved by grace through faith, but I also have to do kind of the right things in my life in order to be right. saved. And I think it's easy for us to um, to look at the the Galatian church and be like, man, they, they really had it messed up. But as I was reading through Galatians one, I realized, oh, I actually do that all the time. Like I try to add things to the gospel um, in my life or in the lives of others where I try to say, man, you have to live this certain way. Uh, you have to, um, agree with me on this or do it like this in order to be a Christian. But that's just not true. Like the, what, what's true is right there in Galatians one in, um, verse four in part of the greeting. He said, who gave himself for our sins to deliver us from the present evil age, according to the will of God, of our God and Father, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. Like he just, even in his greeting, that's what I love about Paul. He summarizes the beauty of the gospel that God has given himself for our sins, that we might be in a relationship with him. And because Jesus has done on our behalf what we could not do, there's nothing more that needs to be done. So Nate, kind of, we're going fast on this episode. Mm -hmm. We'll have a little bit more time uh, in the next episode, but jump to um galatians 1 11 through 24 what what yeah what were things that that stood out to you what what were things that uh you learned observations questions you were asking applications you found kind of take that in whatever direction uh you want to go yeah totally um so it's really interesting to
0: see like paul's kind of telling some of his story um and it's really crazy to see the ways even that like God reveals himself. One thing that I really noticed, um, from that, that passage, 11 through 24, um, is even verse 12 for, I did not receive it from any man, nor was I taught it, but I received it through revelation of Jesus Christ. It just really made me think like, man, the Lord reveals himself to us in in his timing. Um, and it didn't come from man. It didn't come from any other source other than revelation from God. And this was after Paul had persecuted Christians for, years and that's like like he was murdering christians because he felt like (laughs) I, i don't know his motive i can't tell you his motive but like that was the action that he was he was committing and that was so sinful but um even after that god chose to reveal the gospel of jesus christ through revelation to him and by his kindness like paul is one of the like most prominent figures in the new Testament, he wrote a ton of it. So um, even just one of the things that stood out to me was just like, man, God's going to reveal himself to us, whether we like it or not. And it's going to happen in his timing. Um, And that was really cool to see.
1: Totally. And just want to, an encouragement for you guys over break. As I was, as I was reading this, man, you're not too far gone. Paul to Nate's point for who knows what reason, murdered Christians. And he thought he was doing the right thing. Like, that's what's crazy about it is Paul is this like kind of trigger happy murderer, um, and God saved him. And so maybe you went home over break and you fell into sin quickly, or you've already gotten in an argument with your parents and anger has been a frustration, like has come about in your life. Um, just want you to know, man, you're not, you're not too far for God to save you. You're not too far for God to reveal himself to you. God delights in redeeming broken things. Uh, and so just know Soul company, you guys are, are super loved and God wants to, to redeem, um, redeem you and, and work in you and write a beautiful story, uh, with your life. So Nate, anything, uh, anything you want to, jump in and add before we before we close out this episode
0: yeah i mean it's just been sweet to to be in galatians i've been in the this semester with my d group um and this is where like paul also starts getting into like um the the fact that the new covenant is for everybody Mm. like it's not just jewish culture um like in the in the old testament we have the Jewish people are under God's covenant. Uh, he's, those are God's chosen people, but because of Jesus atoning work on the cross, Paul's starting to get in, in this passage into like that, the fact that the covenant is now for Gentiles as well. So Jews and Gentiles, anybody can enter in the covenant of Jesus. And that's just like the sweetest part about the gospel is that it is for everybody. Like it's for us sinners that are broken and, and deserve death because of that sin. Um, he's offering life and life abundantly in relationship with him because of the work of Jesus on the cross. So this is also the section where you start to see him talk more about the fact that it's
1: for Gentiles as well. That's so good. And that's where we're going to pick up uh, next episode. That's you're going to read a little bit more about that in Galatians 2. Uh, So we will kind of pick up that idea of Jew and Gentile Uh, on our next episode in two days but guys we love you we hope you are enjoying break and delighting in jesus we'll uh you'll hear from us in two days you guys are loved